Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Anchor Daily as we wrap up 1 Corinthians by diving into chapter 16. My name is Deja Hayes, and I'm the campus coordinator for West Pasco. I'm the preschool director for West Pasco, as well as a multi-campus coordinator for the preschool programs we offer at all three Bethel locations, or better known as Kids Express. Well, that's a mouthful, isn't it? That's why I generally like to summarize it by saying that I work at Bethel and I support the people who do the things. (laughs) All right, let's get to the good stuff. The last time we were together, I spoke a little bit about how Paul was very familiar with the people in Corinth due to having spent 18 months there before heading to Ephesus. As we look at this chapter— this last chapter in 1 Corinthians, we can see just how much Paul loved the people he was writing to. Reading through the message version, I could practically feel the love leaping off the page as chapter 16 began and he ended his letter, which to be honest, seemed very different than the beginning and the middle. Although it was done in love, Paul has had to rebuke the Corinthians for many faults thus far, and now he ends it with one last exhortation. In the middle of his conclusion, we get verses 13 and 14, which say, Watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. After reading it once, I read it again because this was such a direct moment compared to the beginning of the chapter. Watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong. Let all you do be done with love. As I broke apart the two verses, it seems as though the first parts are orders, strong commanding words, be watchful, on guard, and disciplined because we know the enemy prowls in wait. If we watch and are prepared for a blow, we aren't knocked over by anything that comes our way. Stand strong in the faith can also be thought of this way. It's not because you have faith that you can be steadfast, but rather because of who you have faith in. It's the foothold that keeps you steady, not the foot. The next two words of the command are similar and strong and commanding. Be brave, be strong. Again, we have to look at the foothold rather than the foot. For us to be strong and brave means that we have to take our weakness to the spirit of power and of love and of sound mind, right? We have to lean into the promise that God's grace is sufficient and his strength is made perfect in our weakness. We truly can't do it on our own. And now verse 14, which seems like the more gentle exhortation, says, Let all that you do be done in love. I don't know about you, but I feel like I can generally be strong and brave, be watchful and possibly steadfast on my own. But all things in love, doing all things with someone else's advancement or prosperity in mind, all my thoughts, feelings, actions, and inactions— should be done with godly love towards God, Christians, non-Christians, and even my enemies? I'm quite certain there's no way I can do this in my own strength. As I analyze this command, I've come to the conclusion that this, in fact, was not the more gentle of commands. So to bring it all together, we see how Paul has summed up the characteristics of a Christian using the imagery of a soldier giving those strong commands. He wanted to make sure that when Christians acted in these ways, they were not rigid and unforgiving. And so he added that all should be done with the grace of godly love as a motive for our actions. Whereas in the previous chapter, I'm sorry, the previous verse, Paul spoke of actions here in verse 14. Paul focuses on changing the hearts of the Corinthians. Without changing their hearts, their conduct would ultimately revert to their sinful ways. But more importantly, without love, their actions would fall short of the Lord's commands for us. 
Paul tells us that the greatest of all these graces is love, greater than hope and faith, and the greatest of all virtues. Peter the Apostle tells us that we should love deeply. John the Apostle tells us that anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. If you're like me and found the Holy Spirit gently nudging you to take a look at your heart after reading this passage, I found that asking myself, why am I doing this? Maybe a good place to start as I begin to work on doing all things in love. In the words of Alexander McLaren, love is the victor in all Christian warfare. Would you pray with me? Father, because you are love, it's no wonder that you call us to love in all that we do. Thank you for being the prime example for us and for not commanding us to do something and then leaving us to our own abilities. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. Father, please help us to analyze our motives as we go about our days. Holy Spirit, please prompt us to stop and ask ourselves if our motives are not being a reflection of your love and to nudge us if we need a gentle reminder to handle all situations with grace that you give us. In the precious and mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.